This episode of Gag Me With a Knife is brought to you by Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. And who doesn't like to make a little money while doing their podcast passion project? With Podcorn, there is no middleman, one of many things I love. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly. And you never give up any rights to your podcast. Podcorn supports and protects you at every step and makes sure you're compensated for the work that you do. Podcorn has been super easy for me to use. I get notifications through my email and can browse sponsorships that look like they might fit with Gag Me With A Knife. The process is super easy, and that's what I love most about it. You can click on the link in our show notes to sign up and begin browsing sponsorship opportunities. After listening to the episode, of course. wet t-shirt contest Ooh, rock on let me grab my bra and kleenex <laughs> hey <laughs> hey hey guys it's alex and emily again coming at you in a new episode of gag me with a knife for a spring break special episode we're going to be talking about nightmare beach also known as welcome to spring break from either 88 or 89 release dates are probably going to vary just based on the country since this is like an italian american uh slasher while I own the DVD that says Nightmare Beach, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy. So why don't you dust that sand off and let's see what the back of the box says. <laughs> Puns. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I, like he said, this is the welcome to spring break VHS. Spring break is usually the time for an old college tradition. Hitting the beach for a little sun, surf, suds, and wet t-shirt contest. A nonstop party of the wildest ca- kind. But this year, there's a difference. This year, one of the local bikers, Ed Diablo, has just been given, quote unquote, the chair. His last words, I swear I'll come back for revenge, which could explain the mounting body count of grisly murders being piled up by a terrifying biker with a shocking way of killing his victims. More shocking even than the electric chair. His targets are pretty girls, peeping toms, anybody who gets in the way. Local authorities like the sadistic police chief, the town's alcoholic doctor, and a sinister minister keep the killings under wraps while the rest of the town is removing theirs. It's a spine-tingling, thrill-a-minute adventure as Gail, a victim's sister, and football star Kip single-mindedly run down the mysterious biker from hell with a rowdy madness and maximum exposure of spring break happening all around them. (laughs) Yeah, you heard that. Yeah, Sinister Minister. <laughs> sinister Minister. Oh, my God. So your thoughts, sorry. <laughs> I was, um, like, still re- reeling off of the back of that box. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, while this is late 80s, it's, you know, it's got a total retro VHS vibe to it, and that might just be the Italian influence of the movie. Uh, but I did love this. I really did enjoy this movie. The music by Goblin is outrageously good. You know, we've been Goblin stands for, for decades. Yeah, I saw him. Oh my God, I hate you. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've talked talk to you about that. It was a really good show. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, the overall scenes in the movie are, they're quite good. Uh, you know, and there's just so many wet t shirt contests uh, and, you know, these swimsuits that are just super high on the hips. They might as well be overalls. Uh, and while the, special, while the special effects were kind of lame, like, like some of these deaths looked like they were just lighting Cabbage Patch dolls on fire. Um, it's it's still pretty fun, and and Wolf Zaddy John Saxon makes everything better. What about you? Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen this in a while. I saw it like a while back, but um, and I hadn't really revisited it because I remembered it being kind of more. In my mind, it was more. I don't know why. I thought it was like more serious, and it did feel more like a, a Gialli than than a slasher movie. So it was more in like that category for me. But when I watched it again, I was like, A, it's not serious. <laughs> like it's like total, like, well, I think it's a little misplaced, but it's got a lot of like Porky's uh, style to it. Or, yeah. you know, it tries to have like a Porky's <laughs> kind of vibe, which, which I feel is misplaced with the rest of the vibe of the movie, which I think their vibe they were going for was like Porky's meets uh sadistic, like 
I don't know, meets like Henry Port, even though that movie wasn't out, but it feels like it could have been called prosciuttos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You hate me. Uh, yeah. Um, well, it does. Okay. Henry's a Henry portrait of serial killer is like really, really, really dark. <laughs> like in serious. I mean, it's like, like one of the darkest movies I've ever seen. And, but it really did feel like it was that, even though that movie wasn't out that movie, I don't think it was, was it? I don't think it came out to like the nineties. I think it was a nineties thing. Anyway. Um, but oh, it, it was felt 80, like, 86. Okay, well, then it was already out. So then maybe that makes more sense because it felt like a really serious vibe with, mixed with, like, we're just going to push in this, like, teen teen comedy element for... Yeah, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of comedic elements. That one guy that was always pranking himself with with fake wounds and, like... He and, had, but also yeah. stealing, stealing all the girls' wallets, I assume, Annually. was the same person. I don't know. I think it was. And then, you know, they kept showing all these drunken people being arrested all the time, and they were just r- rockets and drunk as hell. And, like, I think that... And then, you know, we'll get into maybe later, this rando girl that's, like, a massage <laughs> therapist and, like, killing all these, like... Oh! I, gotta, I don't know if she's a hooker. Pro- she's a hooker, yeah. I didn't know if she was she's, a prostitute, sex worker. I didn't yeah. know. Well, I guess, you know, P, PC term would be sex worker. But, yeah, back then, I think she would have been termed a prostitute. I, just, I mean, I just couldn't tell. I mean, because she... And she, I didn't know if she was like a random spring breaker. Well, I, I think I it's supposed no to be obvious. That's that, and that's my. I think that's where I like prove my point. I think it was supposed to be obvious that she's a prostitute, but and uh, ha ha, like that she's staying and she says she's not, but it, <laughs> it just doesn't work because it's like half the vibe of the movie just doesn't work for me, and I, I don't think it works for many people that I've heard talk about this movie because that they, and they all kind of say the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's a slasher, but it's like got this weird vibe. I don't know. It's, it's either like too serious to be a slasher, but it's too silly to be like a giallo. So it's kind of like in the middle. And it's also a little late for it's late in the game for both of those genres. Yeah. So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. And anytime that John Saxon's on screen, it's almost over the top serious, like way slow and serious compared to the rest of, you know, there's nobody being thrown in pools left and right when he's around, you know, and all that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he's supposed to be like sadistic. I, I, I guess I, I didn't really get that. He was like a bad guy until the very end. Like I didn't get, I, I mean, I knew he was covering shit up, but like, I didn't really like feel these like, whor- like, I, I mean, I got that he was kind of crooked or whatever, but like, I didn't really understand how bad he was till the end when like the motorcycle gang, is like, we're going to kill you. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, Oh, he's supposed to be bad. Like I knew that they were covering it up, but I, in my mind, I, just figured it I, th- I thought it was okay it, like the way it was being presented was in a way that it seemed it it didn't i don't know like well, i said it, i don't want i don't watch these movies for like to get deep into it this isn't like fucking sigmund freud but like i <laughs> when, but, uh, but at the same time you expect they're going to be like really forthcoming with with what t- so far over the top with what they're trying to do that you don't have to read into anything. And so like you're sitting here on like a very surface level watching a movie. And then when they throw in stuff that's like, Oh, you weren't supposed to think that it's like, well, I'm not watching like insidious. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just thought I was watching a movie called welcome to spring break. Like exactly. this and this, like I thought this was supposed to be like screwball or meatballs meets like, Whatever. I guess it's Henry, but which is, is what it feels like. But I don't want to watch Henry every day. Well, in the very beginning, too, it started out like and I was like, this is going to be a dark movie because, you know, we're watching this guy basically being executed. And it's a very fast execution, uh, electric yeah, execution. Yeah, it takes like two minutes or something. And, but then, you know, right after it's over and they take his, you know, they, they confirm his death and they still they leave him in the room with the with the cloth over his face still. Then it just pauses and it's like, shake my Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, first of all, then that song morphs into a total bop. Um, while the Kier- is it Kirsten or what? It, I think that's who sings it. It's just one name. I don't know. It was hot. I loved it. But yeah, like, at the same time, a, I'm like, yeah. this is a little, this is a little, uh, this isn't timed right to be over like this dead man's face. Like, no. what's happening? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, it's a, bizarre movie the whole movie is really bizarre i remember just like it's the first time in a long time i've like 
I was talking to our producer and editor, and I was like actually talking to him about a movie. I usually am like, has he seen most of them anyway? But I was like, oh my god, in this movie, this scene, like I was like shocked. I was like, can you believe this? And usually, I mean, I'm watching 80 slasher movies, so of course I believe anything that happens in them. Like, I mean, it's just like par for the course, some ridiculousness. But this was like an, a different kind of ridiculous that was just like, well, I'm all, am I watching this? Yeah, and then like, the, you know, uh, what's his name? Is Ronnie the friend's name? That kinda... uh, Yeah, yeah, the one that... So, Skip's about friend? The, yeah, yeah, Skip's friend. I, talking about the ridiculousness, I do really miss the days where mesh football jersey tanks were acceptable sexy clothing and not costumes for gay porn. <laughs> like, I mean, were they ever sexy? Maybe. They, it was kind of getting me, you know, a little spicy <laughs> up in here. But I was like, am I watching porn or is this an 80s, almost 90s man really trying to pick up girls? You know, he brought 226 literal condoms with him. So oh my God. he's thinking he's pretty fly. So. Oh, I mean, oh my God! And he here. I mean, I <laughs> yes, because he throws them all at the friend, and then later on he has like a million on him, and I'm like, why are you carrying around? Like, do you think that you're gonna go that many times? I mean, what Who are can, the chances? Yeah, what are the maybe chances? like three? It, it just <laughs> I mean, like that would be being really safe, just in case one broke. This isn't this isn't to go twice. So this is just in case. Like you're you're going out with some random girl. You're not gonna fuck her twelve. Times. And this might date me a little uh, clearly, but like I don't really remember when condoms were in the shapes of ovals, and I thought they were like circles, <laughs> like you know, like little Wonka candy coins or something. And they like, looked like really thick. Like you know, how, you know how like I mean, I I, I don't. I haven't seen one in a while, but like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that sounded really bad. <laughs> I haven't either. Don't worry. But I mean, like, they're like, they're not like solid like that. It was really weird. Like, I mean, they're usually like thick. You know, you don't want like a, I would assume, I don't have a dick, but I would assume you want, want a real thick condom. Yeah, I mean, that's why they call them like bare natural and like. <laughs> And like almost, ultra thin. It's like wearing nothing and all these things. Yeah. yeah. You're not trying to like wear an actual balloon on your dick. Oh my God. Well, unless you're, <laughs> unless you're, well, or it could be like, you know, in Coneheads, they use condoms as for chewing gum in the movie Coneheads. <laughs> that's, that's true. Maybe he was, maybe he had some on him to use and then some for chewing gum. Maybe he <laughs> was, yeah. Maybe they were flavored. <laughs> yeah. He was real gross also. Like, I couldn't stop looking at him being like, ooh, oh, like his face. Ooh, well, his, I just, his attitude, too. Like, when he looked at the, I love the main girl. I don't, I think she, she, she is so pretty. She, she was a, in Sunset Beach. Yeah, soap star. Yeah. I think she was also in Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah, she was in she was in a big one. She is, she is so pretty, so gorgeous. And she's a really, I like her character a whole lot in this movie. Yeah, me too. But when he looks at her, he's like, you'd be a lot prettier if you smiled more. And I wanted to be like, oh, Lord, little bro, bro here. You need to like, Pack in the patriarchy a little bit and like, yeah. like, oh God, you know, I thought I was over those days, but nope, they still around. Oh God. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, well, okay. For those of you who haven't seen this movie, <laughs> um, this, this serial killer, or he's not really a serial killer. Is he? Oh, Diablo. I've, Diablo, yeah. Diablo is not really a serial killer. So basically, what happens is he's the leader of this motorcycle gang called the, the Demons. Demons. And then you know, like I guess the mayor and everybody kind of like some someone a girl died like a year ago. Yeah, which is Gail's sister. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. girl we're talking about, and they're basically trying to pin it on this gang, two birds with one stone, like you know, limit the tourism and all the sex and the teens debauchery, and then also put an end to this biker gang. So you know, it, it is. Well, they wanted the tourism. That's why they, they did it. Well, they well, oh well, that tourism, yeah, but they didn't want like the sexy, sex, oh yeah, like the sex workers, all of that. Stuff. Well, yeah, all of that. So they were trying to like figure out a way to like keep the beaches open and not be eaten by jaws, essentially. Uh, so they 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 framed this Diablo guy, and uh, so he probably didn't kill anybody because he didn't kill her. Yeah, he didn't, and he, yeah, I don't think he killed anybody. I don't think he, he did either. He gets electrocuted for it. It's like I'm gonna come. He uh, Gail's in there. This is the pretty girl we were talking about. Oh, the yeah. pretty girl. But he's like, I'm gonna come back, and then cut to cut to spring break, and, and the there's a guy on a motorcycle that's like electro uh, electro uh what is the word electrocuting people on the back. Of the yeah, bike. and it's so cool. Like first of all, though, it's like this. Oh, this it is cool. It is a it is a cool way to kill people. 
I mean, this could have been just a Florida thing or it could have been an 80s spring break thing. I don't know. But it could have been also an Italian assumption. I don't know. I would I would never in a bazillion, gajillion, trillion years get on the back of a motorcycle hitchhike with somebody that looks like they are straight up out of like Power Rangers. Yeah. I mean, no, huge. Ag, exa, exactly. I mean, it is Daytona. Exactly. So I don't know if that's a thing because, you know, motorcycles are there a lot. It could have been bike week. I don't know. But th- but then they go from zero to 90 miles an hour in like three seconds. And I'm telling you, too, that music is straight up fire. Like, I love the music. Yeah, the music is really good. But yeah, he's got this cool contraption where, like, she's on the hand holding on to the handlebars in the back um, by her waist. Well, she has then, a, she's in a seat in the back because he, like, opens yeah. a little door. So he, she has her own. Like, it's a bigger bike. It's a bigger she has, motorcycle. She has a seat, and she has these little handles kind of at her waist that she can kind of hold on to. And while she's holding on to those, he pushes a button, which I don't know if the technology involved in all of this, really, basically. Like, <laughs> I don't think it like, exists. These, like, <laughs> these literally are, like, mech mech monsters from Power Rangers or something. Like, yeah. I don't understand. But then she gets electrocuted in, like, three seconds. He just dumps her off. Like, hey, yeah, uh, and it, it, like, okay, her death. I was like, well, they didn't, I thought they cut that one a little bit, which I think they did, at least in my copy of it. Um, and you see the after effects, and she's like, well, in the scene, she kind of looks like she just put got a light put in her face or something, <laughs> and then yeah. she's all like, uh, charred and stuff afterwards. Uh, but they do have some later ones, they don't, they show more of more of the death i guess like but, for what if people want to have a vision of this without having to see it it's basically like imagine and it might be home alone too when daniel stern gets electrocuted and he's like flashes back that's and the forth first one i think but be- between yeah. a skeleton yeah and not <laughs> whichever one like that face and those like that's basically the the, 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 the special effects for getting in yeah, this yeah there's, like, there's some other movie i've watched where <laughs> It's recent. I feel like it's like hiding go shriek or something where they put some like someone's head gets blown up and they put this like it looks looks like a light put in someone's head, but um like a little like nightlight. And that's how they show it. It's it's it may be a Friday the 13th, actually. Anyway, um, but that well, this motorcycle guy. So you don't know who it is. So typical Giallo is who who could it be? Because we have all these really obvious people. I is was for the, sure thinking it was going to be John Saxon. I thought he was too obvious. I was like, because I, I cut, if, okay, if it was a slasher movie, if it was like an American 80s slasher movie, <clears throat> it would have been John Saxon. But yeah. if you go into it, if you like start watching it as a giallo, <clears throat> then it's not. He's, he's the most obvious yeah. one to be. And so that kind of messes, that messed with me a little bit because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And so I couldn't remember, I didn't remember that much about it. Also, I was getting get confused with this other movie that I still have yet to realize what it is. But I know that, <laughs> like, I can see the scenes. But there's, like, a weird, like, they see too much kind of vibe that, that happens in the other movie that I'm thinking of that I can't think of what it is. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, there's, like, they see something and they're not supposed to. And it's, it's also a cover-up movie, which this is. Um, because John Saxon and the doctor are covering up. Oh, because Diablo, his body leaves the cemetery. Yeah, and, so that, and that, that's um, why they're they're like covering that up because they don't want the tourism to stop. And is is the, not the doctor? There's somebody. It's it's not the mayor. It could be. I don't know. One of these one of these men involved in the cover up, and he's the one like shaking and crying on the phone. I'm ruined. That's the doctor. That's the okay. Doctor. He looks like Dan Bilbar. I'm just saying. Oh, he does. Like I was like, because I, I was, I, as usual, was pretty wine wasted watching this, and <laughs> I was like, "Are we watching? Is the impeachment trial happening? Like, why is Bill Barr on? <laughs> why is Bill Barr on TV?" <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know what? That that um, <laughs> so the, the mayor he looked like a typical politician. Well, and then so, the cops. All these right. cops in this movie were were clearly terrible. First of all, too. Uh, John Saxon aside, like, what about when that guy was pretending to be a shark in the water and he just pulls out his gun and starts shooting oh him? God. I'm like, first of all, first I saw, of all, when I saw that, I was like, uh, uh, who, who, you who, need who, to be careful. Yeah, who, who is the cop? Who, who gave the cop any authority to shoot sharks at point blank range? <laughs> yeah, even with, if it was a shark. <laughs> I mean, even if it was a shark, why are you shooting it like right there, like with a handgun? It just didn't make any <laughs> sense. He's like, hold on. He's like, you know, spreads his legs. Oh, yeah. When the guy gets out, I was like, you are a really bad shot, police officer. And you are a what? Uh, yeah, I was like, dude, you've just almost died. And he goes like, dude, it's just a joke. And I'm like, wait, like you really <laughs> like, did you hear him talking about all this? Like, did you know he was being, you were being shot at? Yeah. It was just the pranks were a little out of control. And um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were. What was his first prank? What was that guy's? It was not the shark. He was, well, he wasn't. Oh, he's pretty to be dead with like a burn. In the the pool, pool. floating. Yeah. Yeah. And then his second one might have been the shark. And then his third one was he stabbed his hand at the the bar. (laughs) It wasn't his real hand. Also, these are not like this is a typical someone being like it's a joke well it's not funny it's not funny so it's like, i don't it's like, like it's, it's like it's like faking suicide on a, like april fools <laughs> like like it's not these aren't pranks like people think you're dead like yeah it's, yeah it's like not a prank. It, yeah it's like being like <laughs> it, no offense but like i you can't like what are you doing like are you, but doing? I'm about to like, you. are you gonna get are you gonna be laid trying to be trying to be late are you gonna be late are you are gonna you, be late are you what do you what do you what are you even hoping for what's dude? your end game what's your end game shark right dude? i mean like there's not like a superlative at the spring break for best prankster i mean i wish i mean i wish like, too. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was thinking though okay i was trying to think of it with porky's like a Porky's mindset slash Revenge of the Nerds. So instead of rose tinted glasses, you've got Porky's glasses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess you know rose tinted would be a way to say that. I'm looking at it from a Porky's perspective <laughs> in my in my life. <laughs> that sounded. I don't even. That didn't even make any sense. Okay, I like the movie Porky's, so it's not like I'm looking at I love, it. Yeah, I love them. But like. Uh, Porky's the one with is Porky's the one with Kim Cattrall howling like a dog. Yeah, okay. yeah, and the second one is really good too. Is the next day Porky's anyway, Revenge? Oh, that's oh, the third one. Meat. Oh, the boys, the boys deformed. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's well, that's meat, and I guess yeah. he's in all. I think he's in all three of them, but hmm. I, the third one's not good. Anyway, but okay, so for or Revenge of the Nerds, it's like what is that guy doing? Like he is a nerd. Like is he? He's not gonna get laid. Like what? I guess I don't know. I don't know. I never went to pa- Panama or Daytona or anywhere for spring break in college or high school. Really, like I didn't do any of those things. I don't know the agenda. I thought the agenda on spring break is to get laid. I don't know. Well, I did go somewhere on spring break in senior year of high school. I think it was you remember it. Maybe it was summer. I don't know, but I got really homesick. Oh my god! I did. I hated it. I wanted to come home. <laughs> I want to go home. I want to go home. I was basically like that girl because I, mm, I don't. I'm not even going to talk about that. I was so irritated. Yeah. Anyway, um, so back. God, I just got almost really mad again. I almost said a whole bunch of names um, of people, adults. Like I mean, Next. and I'm an adult, but I mean like grown ups <laughs> compared to me. You yeah. know, like Next. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. So, okay, we're talking about the middle of the movie. Okay, so all this yeah. stuff's happening, and then at the end, you find out it's the priest who's been in... Uh, okay, A, I, didn't, I guess he was a lay, layman or something because he had a wife who died. Because first I was like, what priest has a kid? Because he's like, yelling at his daughter at the beginning. Who That, that plot line turns into nothing, by the way. Yeah, like, kill her. Yeah, he has a daughter who's, like, hanging out with... It's not even the bikers, by the way. It's just, like, she's being rowdy. I guess... You know, she's she seems like she's in high school or she's portrayed to be like she's I think she's still living at home, I guess. But he's like, oh, wh- you can't be out here drinking and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, I want to do what I want. I'm a teenager. Live my life. Yeah. I was just like, well, how does he have a kid? And then I was like, well, and then I remember that Golden Girls episode where she almost has sex with the preacher or priest. And then I was like, <laughs> OK, well, maybe it's that kind of situation because I well, was like. He can't be married. Well, and what's weird about him too is, you know, he's been seen reading the Living Bible, and so the Living Bible is basically like paraphrased of the ASV of the Bible, which is a pretty accurate translation. Sorry, you know, I'm going into my little like, whatever. I used to like study theology and all this stuff, um, but you know, it's pretty much opposite of the New American Standard, which is basically a word for word kind of translation. So I'm really curious as to why he's doing this Living Bible. And then killing all these people, like, like everything about his person and his personality just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, I guess. Well, uh, that's, and that's the part that's very. And he's 700. Valid. How does he have a 16 year old daughter, 18 year old daughter? He's 700. Like, I don't even know Viagra wasn't around then. Facts. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. Ask, ask your dad. He was if, 50. He was 55. When yeah, I was but, but not when you were 18. 
Oh, facts. He was 75. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your dad was like in his 70s when you were a teenager. So oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, duh. God, I'm so. I didn't I'm mean so... to be rude and say like, ask your dad. But I mean, for real. No, though. I get it now. <laughs> that makes total sense. Because like, that, that was my life. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait. <laughs> wait, Alex. Like, uh, are you the pot of the kettle on this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, what I didn't think it was believable. I didn't think any of it was believable. So, I mean, and did we ever come back around and find out where this guy's body went? The, the, because the whole movie, it, the reason the police officer and the doctor yeah. are like freaking out is because the body of this uh, Diablo character is missing from the cemetery. So that's their, that's their reasoning. Is it not their reasoning for like, go like for at least covering up the murder? Because they're not yeah. killing, they're not killing anybody. So yeah, I mean, they're like acting strange about it. But their reasoning is that this guy's body was not in the cemetery, and they're right. freaked out, thinking that tour because the mayor's all. Since when I don't know. Since when like the doctor and the doctor of the town, which is Daytona, <laughs> so it's like more than one doctor. But like I guess it's, of, it's of the just, town, right? I mean, Daytona, I guess he's the medical doctor. examiner. Is what I'm assuming. There is too so, much like, syphilis running rampant in Daytona. He' gonna be busy. They need more than one doctor of the town. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and so they got him as best friends with the sadistic police chief who is also you know the mayor gives a shit so much i I, I don't know but yeah i think i mean clearly the body like is did they ever know what came what happened to it no. was it this the was the bike or they well he thought it was the bikers at first he's like give the body back but i yeah. don't think they had it no they didn't have it it was clearly the sinister minister <laughs> oh mean, right i keep forgetting that he's like a real character i mean like the he just comes in at the end so yeah. it's just like so um, where was this guy's body at i don't know maybe he was doing bad things to it maybe um uh, oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so random too you know so at this point we're already in the movie and ronnie is missing because ronnie tries to hit on diablo's um, ex-girl, right. his, old, his old lady, his little woman, um, and they kind of set him up, and they just beat him senseless because— Yeah, they beat him up, but they don't kill him. So no, they, they don't, but then the, the then the biker comes and electrocutes him and lights his ass on fire. Um, but while that's, <clears throat> while that's happening, you know, um, Skip is, you know, looking for him, and, you know, I guess one day he just decides to wake up. My friend's missing. Let me put on these wool socks. Uh <laughs> And tennis shoes. And let me go lay on the beach. And I'm going to pick the best spot on the beach. I'm going to pick the spot right beside this metal trash can that looks like it's straight out of Toxic Avengers. <laughs> and I'm going uh, to lay down next to it. And I'm going to avoid the wet t-shirt contest day part two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, you, I, I was like, if, if this guy was like a party, like a party animal, like he's supposed to be portrayed then wouldn't you think that he would get missed? Like, I mean, wouldn't you be like, oh, I get it. I like, he isn't he coming back because he's getting yeah. laid. Yeah. Like, yeah. wouldn't you just. Like, and, and you can. T I don't even know why this Skip even went to the beach, because first of all, he is a total like Debbie Downer, I think. And uh, he, he's so, like, yes, during the he, he contest, just doesn't care. Yeah, Ronnie's all like, woo! Ah! Like, you could probably <laughs> like his boner is bouncing, probably. And then Skip just puts on his little aviators and kind of like. He's like nodding like he's trying to pick up somebody across the room in a jazz bar or something. Meanwhile, Brosef over here is like, Woo! Yeah. like they're just total opposites. And I just don't even understand how they're even a thing. Well, that's because they were football roommates. That's right. I keep forgetting because, you know, yeah, they play football for college. And I guess Skip Skip fucked blew, up the big play the big, or big something. game yeah. in the Orange Bowl or something. But yeah. at the end of the day, too, part of me also had like. I had slight wonderings if maybe Skip was into Ronnie a little bit um, because yeah. because then they're at the police station trying to like, you know, this is like when there's like three scenes back to back where somebody walks into the police station and they give these like out of nowhere descriptions like I'm somebody's missing. It's so, so, so. Well, when Skip <laughs> goes in there the first time, you know, they're talking like this. They're getting kind of angry. And then what's he look like? And then all of a sudden Skip goes, he is six foot, 175 pounds, wearing blue and white striped <laughs> shirt with a red tank over it. Like, wow, bitch didn't stutter. I think he has a big old broner for his best friend. Yeah, no, facts. <laughs> I mean, facts. I, when stutter. I saw that scene, I was like, uh. Like, I, I remember bitch. thinking like, do I? Because uh, when he started saying that, I was like, it, my mind didn't go there. It went to like, I wonder if I would be able to, if I had to give a, 
if I if someone asked me how much my friend weigh, you know, like if someone gave, asked me what my friend looked like, it, my first thing would not be their height and weight, even though I know that's what the, like on a missing poster or something. But that wouldn't be where I went. Like I wouldn't be like six foot something. I'd I be mean, like he's like des- yeah, if regular me, looking. They'd be like, she a huge bitch and she looks like cousinette. <laughs> Uh, I think his hair has gotten pretty long. Yeah, like, oh, God, in three days, I'm at the one-year hair anniversary of my last haircut, which is wild. It's, like, beyond the wolfy days of high school. It's it's, it's beyond Dorothy Hamill stage. (laughs) (laughs) Alex looked like Dorothy Hamill in high school when his hair grew. Whatever. My favorite photo ever, though, we're at, (laughs) I think we're at one of our friends' houses, and, you know, and, uh, like, you see me in the middle of this group in a black and white photo, (laughs) and my eyes are glowing because the flash my eyes only, and it kind of looks like I just popped up, like, out of, like, a... (laughs) prairie dog hole and i'm like oh yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a total japanese hor- j horror movie oh <laughs> like, my god uh, good old times but yeah i would not i don't know i, I just feel like i don't know he looks regular like a regular person i don't know like, yeah like and he was wearing a shirt like <laughs> like i would not i was like no honestly i thought about it when he said that i was like i don't ever know what people I could never, I, I would be such a bad witness if someone like went missing. They'd be like, what was he wearing last? Even if I'd been with them all day, I'd be like, I don't, a well, shirt? Then, yeah, I know what, a I, shirt, I, know what I know what, I know what boxers my husband wears every day. I, I could go down to that. I know down to his socks what he'd be wearing. No, mm-mm. I don't care. But that's why <laughs> as you long as it, Unless, unless it's like, <laughs> unless you look hideous in it, I, I like it, like I never notice. <laughs> unless you look dumb. And I'm oh, like, you want to talk about looking dumb real quick? Then let's talk about that peeping Tom. I think his oh the, my the, God. The, ho- yeah. the hotel clerk when yeah. when she finds him dead and his tongue is like lolling out of his mouth like a like a puppy or something. I was like, I was ha- I was screaming. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And by the way, OK, so that that was uh, the girl. OK, were we talking about this already or were we just talking about it before we started recording? Both. Okay. Well, the one that's supposed to be, yeah, we were okay. The prostitute, she. Her, her is, name is her name is Kimberly. Okay. Well, I'm I'm saying this is the same girl. So. It's, <laughs> oh. It's, oh. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that our, our all five thousand of our audience members are not going to know that. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> there aren't there aren't that many. Well, maybe there will be. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So. <laughs> he's been watching her give quote-unquote massages oh my god and it's the biggest hole in the wall i've ever seen oh my god like you could glory hole it's so literally is as big as a like a a whole dick like a whole dick a whole (laughs) bottle of a whole bottle of champagne could fit through that so like they this person needs to be watching psycho taking notes from norman bates because yo like you can literally fit a whole dick through this hole and like like yeah he basically stuck his head through this hole, like freaking Jack Torrance in The Shining. It's that big. I did think her death was cool, though. Her death was so awesome. It's the most yeah. giallo-y type death in the movie. It's, it's the coolest. It's the coolest death, and it's like has the best. I I've well, it's noticed. the second coolest for me, but I like the I, actual death, but like the setting around it, like you know, the setting's so cool. The um, coming from above with the hand, like you know, we yeah. were talking about making our logo a girl like on her knees, a blonde girl on her knees with a big hand and a knife coming and gagging her, like we were talking about that when we were, yeah. you know. So this right here was like, was that except it was a, a live wire instead of a knife? Like it was the yeah. coolest. It was really cool. It was so it was artsy. I don't know. I really, really, definitely enjoyed her death. Like okay. she gagged. She gagged on a wire. And and also the setup for that was cool. Like, usually with my, honestly, with my ADHD, I will get so, um, and with the, I mean, my ADHD has gotten worse as, um, I think, and I, I blame, like, television and, like, streaming services on it, honestly, like, for getting worse. Because it, it like, you're so used to every second something different happens. And TikTok you know what I mean? did that too. TikTok, yeah. not, TikTok not ruined ADHD. Well, I don't really, say. I don't really well, watch but, TikTok. Well, videos, stories on Instagram, any of that stuff, they, they make you, they're like 10 or 15 seconds long only, so every yeah. 10 or 15 seconds we're expecting, we're expecting something else to change. Yeah, I, I haven't had to... So I totally agree with you that Yeah, I, I don't have to like, yeah, because you don't, you, you should, I should have to tra- have to train myself to be, to, to be able to pay attention for like longer than 15 seconds. But I don't have to, because it's like with TikTok and I mean, I don't really watch TikTok, but with but yeah. any, I've noticed even with shows and they, like they make them this way now, <laughs> like they, they have like, 
they make sure in even in horror movies that they have a certain amount of seconds before something happens. And if it's not like a jump scare, then it's like some kind of other shift where you so you like your mind. I mean, like they think about this kind of stuff when they make TV shows yeah, and movies and everything else. Well, they didn't used to have. I mean, I don't know if they. Well, they I mean, I don't know if they even thought about it, but they didn't have to because people were expected to, you know, be normal human beings and be able to sit through. I mean, I should have had. I should be able to sit through a minute of suspense you should, and yeah. I like, and I'm not good at it anymore. I used to be really good at it, but I've noticed yeah. I've like, I like I've, 20 seconds. I'm like, should I pick my phone up? Do I have a notification? Should yeah. I like, 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 you know, like it's just so dumb. Me and my husband both do it all the time. We just talked about it the other night, how we like are constantly multitasking. It's like, and even like, it's just so bizarre. Like I'm always like looking like, and I play a video game and I have like a loading screen. I'm like, shit, what do I do for these yeah, me too, 30 seconds? Me too. A loading screen. I'm like, I gotta go like look at my phone. I gotta run to my computer. I gotta refresh a web page. I gotta like, you know, like it's so weird. It's bizarre. But this scene, but this scene, this scene actually caught the, what I was trying to say. Yeah. This scene actually like kept my attention and it did go on. The suspense did build. And I usually honestly will fast forward through. So like, cause I will usually have seen the movie before and mm -hmm. I, I'm just like, okay, I, and I know how these movies go. Any kind of horror movie, any kind of suspense, you have a little while where you can probably skip through it, like, you know, a couple 30 seconds or so, like where yeah, you're trying to build. Like, like, like it, certain it, albums have skip tracks, and certain movies yeah. have skip chapters. Or yeah, it's just yeah. like, okay, I, I can skip through this girl walking through three of the rooms because I know she's not going to get killed in the first you know, 30 seconds or whatever. But right, like exactly. this, this one, you did have to sit through her, like being like, I think I see someone or I, th I think someone's watching me. I'm going to, you know, go through the, you know, different areas and look around. And then she finally opens up and it's um, like, she's finds the guy that was peeping in on her. But then the thing opens up from above and the guy's hand is like going down towards her. And Loved that, it kept my attention the whole time yeah so. the whole time like and it could have been the fact that she's you know I, 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 I mean it could be the fact that there was different stuff really happening the whole time so yeah and like you know this has nothing to do with me being a gay man and growing up but like when i was a kid i would wear i think kids just do this boys and girls like I would wear a long sleep shirt versus like, Oh, I still do that. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So it could have also been the fact that she's running down this hotel in a long ass sleep shirt and high heel stilettos. That was pretty like, yeah. she was, she was getting it. She was, she was getting away. She was a smart, she was smart. Like, um, and I kind of thought she was going to live just by her too. personality at the beginning. Cause she's kind of, in, she ends up being a, like a side character, but she is introduced like in the beginning of the movie. So you think she's going to be like a main character, but she's not. Yeah, I really, I really did like her character. I loved her death. I mean, that's awful. To, but what? Yeah, get it. I get it. <laughs> but then huh. we realize um, there's another girl that just shows up out of nowhere, looking like Taylor Swift from the '80s. Yeah, and this is where I texted Alex last night because I was watching it, and <laughs> um, I did. I guess you know, my mind did go somewhere else for a minute. <laughs> because when I came back to the, like, I like, it must, it, it couldn't have been just been that long, but I felt like it was because when I came back to the movie, I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And this girl that looks like Taylor Swift is just getting burned to death by this, by the motorcycle guy. And I was like, what? I was like, who is this? And yeah. I was like, so I texted Alex and I was like, um, uh, what did I say? I was like, what, what is this burning girl or something like that? And he was just like, what? Cause he hadn't watched it yet. And I was like, oh. Well, when you watch it, tell me if that was just random or if this is like a character in the movie. And because I was like, I don't know. You randomly. T here's the conversation. <clears throat> you randomly text me. Who is this blonde girl burns to death? I hadn't <laughs> talked to you like all day. And then I, my, my response is just what? And then you say, oh, OK, guess you haven't watched yet. But I have a legit question. And I'm like, what movie? <laughs> and you say, welcome to spring break. And I was like, oh, we're, we're watching tonight. And you say, oh, well, just get ready to answer that question because, yeah, I've seen this before, but it's been years. And I think I'm getting it confused with another movie. I can't remember. <laughs> Plus, Plot Hole City. And then I just respond, LOL, but Wolf Zaddy John Saxon purr. And you said, I made four notes and one of them legit is clap John Saxon clap. <laughs> Thanks. I did. I did. I did do that. I was like clap and slow but clap I, for but it. I think this is the uh, the Italian influence on it. Just basically for a kill scene. It's showing that he's random. He's killing people that aren't the main characters. Um, but no, she's sitting there in front of an incinerator and in a boiler looking like Taylor Swift about to sing a song. Yeah. And she just gets 
melted. It's it's so insane. Uh, aside from her I mean, face it, looking that, like a doll on fire, it really does. Like she, no, yeah, it she, they it melts her face. It's and so, also, do you do watch? Okay, well, you watch the movie. Do you remember the scene where okay, Skip is taking Gail what home? What movie? Welcome to Spring Break. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> <laughs> well, it could be anything, honestly. So, okay, he's like taking her home, and she's like, "Oh, the bar's gonna be crazy tomorrow." And she, he's like, "Do you have to work tomorrow?" <laughs> I was like, um, "Bitch, would you listen to her?" Like, yeah, like there that that scene was uh, there was there was something else that happened in that scene too that I was just like, "Oh my god," uh, like con- continuity, but it wasn't something you could actually call out. But it was like that. She's like, I just. Yeah, she's talking about the bar. Like, no, I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm just talking about it. Because I guess it was about. Oh, because he was like, it's about to rain. She's like, the bar is oh gonna be God. crazy. And I was like, why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess because oh, everyone's gonna go to the bar. Everyone's gonna go inside. Um. Oh my God. Speaking of the bar, there was a scene earlier in the movie that I straight up was scream lulling. Um. So they walk out of this bar, and. <clears throat> And it might be right before we meet Kimberly and her first, like, because she, like, comedically is, like, you know, in, enticing as a sex worker, like, these, like, yeah. as, a, as a side thing, like, throughout the movie. Like, well, I mean, she's even, they even ask her, uh, he, like, the, or the, the guy that ends up peeping in on her is, like, basically calls her out or, you know. Yeah, so out. it's just weird. But she's but, like, like, I am not. I am. But she's pretending she's, like, trying to be a doctor or something. Yeah. But right before that first scene, this is why I kind of forgot who she, I, I got lost of her introduction the first time I saw it because I did watch it last night and I watched it again today. Why? Bye. That's my <laughs> life. Um, uh, but because I have blackout moments when I watch these and I'm wine drunk, it's fine. But before we, <laughs> before we introduced to her, we see these guys all of a sudden they're on these little bikes and I guess they're trick bikes. I don't really know. They look like full size bikes um, and they just like stand up on them and they kind of start bouncing on them like like pogo sticks and i'm like what are they doing well they're having a good time at spring break they are they're bouncing on these bikes and they're hopping up and down like but it's like it's not like it's they're they're barely it's like they're vibrating on the bike they're barely even moving it's just anyway sorry sorry (laughs) i digress about these (laughs) well i guess you know end of the movie okay this is another thing i was gonna ask you i i was like i'll just wait and ask him okay they're at near the end, like right before. Okay, so spoiler alert: Gail, Gail has has a showdown. Basically, it's basically it's Gail. Gail. Oh, Gail! Oh, duh, Gail! I love the her. The man girl. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, her name. with the with the sinister minister um, mm-hmm. at the end. But right before that, Skip, it looked okay. Was he supposed to? Okay, I know he was supposed to be alive, but were they supposed to think they killed him, or was it just some random guy? Was that the other guy that was c- pulling pranks that was dead right before then? Or were they supposed to think that was Skip, or is that in my head? Um, no, I'm pretty sure it was it was Ralph, the prankster. Okay, well, that he looked he looked a lot like Skip then, because I was like, I looked he at does. Him, like he, he does he does like, he, well, he looks, he's blonde. I mean, people always joke that all blonde girls look the same. Well, all blonde boys at the beach in the '80s look the same too. <laughs> yeah, facts. So but, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he okay. was he was he was strangled or garroted or garroted. How do you say that word? Garroted. He was that, yeah. Yep. <laughs> he was I that. Do, I do know how to say that word. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. Um, <laughs> so this, uh, this movie, Andy. basically, you're either garroted, electrocuted, or lit on fire, the whole movie. And, and Except for the doctor have, who shot himself. Right, yeah. Because he's, well, I'm living a lie. Or whatever but, he had, he says, but he had to garrote him, I guess, because that's how Mary, which is Gail's sister, was killed. You know, prior to the film off screen, and then is that I don't ever know. Yeah, she was garroted, and then uh, Diablo then was electrocuted. So then that's why they're thinking it could be a, a supernatural haunting or whatnot. Because well, of it all makes sense to do the elect- electrocutions and the fire because that has. I mean, that makes sense. That goes along with like electricity. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were they, they were wicked to be a slasher when nobody was actually slashed was pretty fucking smart. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, and the deaths were good. It's just, I guess, my final thing that I would say on it is just they just like a lot of movies. When I talk about slasher movies, I realize I say this a lot. It doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be. It doesn't know what it wants to be. It really, really does. It's trying to be that new movie, that new slasher that does have a combination or does do something different. But when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So then it just comes across as a movie that. It's trying to be something that we don't know because it whatever they had envisioned didn't 
happened. Yeah, and I don't really know if that's at the fault of the people making it because I really think that this was a a true um, Italian and American effort, okay. and I just don't know if it was if they were trying, you know, if they were like, "Hey, Italian," even though I know like. Umberto Lindsay did not actually direct the movie. He was there the whole time. So I would call him a co-director. I mean, I know he says I didn't do it because I like got an argument right beforehand with the producer because I apparently he thought it was too much like um, Seven Blood Saint Orchids, I think is the movie, which is a Giallo movie. And um, he didn't want to make it. But then the, so they he was like, well, I'm not directing it then. But he was there the whole time. Oh, for, like, So James Justice was the main director and Umberto Lindsay was just kind of like there. Yeah, but he was there the whole time. I so didn't I, realize, but 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 Umberto Lindsay was the writer. He still wrote it. He just didn't. So it could have been a director's fault. And at the end of the day, too, you know, imagine this movie was brand new slasher in twenty twenty one. There's just different ways, and like, you know, we aren't in the eighties, so like maybe it would have maybe it would have worked more watching it originally in the eighties or early nineties. You know, when well, we, I just I don't think anyone don't really knew what to do with it when it came out. Well in eighty eight is a pretty big year for horror of slashers, I think, right? Well, or, I mean or, or am I thinking eighty one no, or eighty. No, you think eighty one. So eighty eight then sorry, eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety. Eighty this is slashers are on their way out. They're Jalos on their way have out. been out. They're, yeah. They're on yeah, their I way mean, out. Like, like we're 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 kind of like this 88 to like 92 time frame for any horror movie really is just kind of like recycled tropes and, and, and craziness. So and see, I like personally, most people do not like later slashers. I've said this before. I'll say I, it again. I prefer actually, if he, like there are people that like the really early ones, which is like 81 is the prime year. And that's like very, they're very serious. And a lot of them have the, that POV, you know, yep. Yep. And, and, and the really like slow, that. haunting, daunting, kind of creepy music. Yeah. But and they're then, they're too dark for me, so, like like me visually. Too. So like, and they well, lack. I mean, they, and they're, they're not fun. They like, lack they're the like fraternity and the fraternity sorority. Not, I don't mean that, and I don't mean that, I don't mean that in like an actual Greek institution. No, yeah, I know. They they lack that camaraderie and that like um, you know, the sort of scenes between kills, a little bit. I mean, like and, you know, yeah, we, I, yeah. I 100% agree with that. And then you got like mid eighties, which I think uh, probably is your favorite time. Cause I think it was a good mix of, of like silly. Like it's really what I, like I, people would disagree with me because they would say 81 is when slashers really hit their stride. And that is true. That's when a lot of them came out. And that's when probably like the uh, more, well, not probably the more, okay. Slashers are not critically acclaimed, but if you're looking at ones that are looked at more favorably, then you're going to go early. Early. Slasher. Yeah. Cause I mean, the, the later ones are famous now, but cause you know, look at, you know, sleepaway camp two and three, 88, 89, you know, and then some of these later fried 13ths in the late eighties. And it's, and, and even, and even though none of them are like as critically, I think critically acclaimed, you know, I think Halloween, Friday the 13th, nightmare on street one, I think all those are pretty critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed slashers, probably. I mean, yeah. I consider. T well, they're still looked down on, but like for me, yeah, but like, for but, for, but for the fa yeah, but like, but the Sleepaway Camp two and three, late eighties, total bomb movies, total greatness. Yeah. They look. See, I, they're they're like. Well, they, they were like, what do we have to, in my mind, yeah, I exactly. like I like the late, the late 80s ones, because they're like, what do we have to lose? Let's just go fucking nuts and they're do this like, crazy shit. Kill people, show tits, and make some money. I mean... I mean, Sleep, uh, Slumber Party Massacre 3 came out in 1990. Oh, I know. So. Oh, I know. So, yes, yeah, basically, yeah, it's even if even if the movies are terrible, I, I bet all those movies made money. I mean, they, they uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of, and it, well, you also had the whole, in 81, you didn't have really, ha I mean, I think that there, no, I don't think that was 82, 81, you didn't have the straight uh, shot on shitio, straight, you know, straight to video releases. And so, you're right. uh, you know, you were expecting a production value at this point. I think this movie had comparatively to, I've seen some real bad shit from the late eighties. Oh my God. Like, yeah. This Black Devil a, the Doll from Hell. The cinematography like in this was really good. Well, it just, it, yeah, no, it did. It just felt like it was like too silly, like I said, too silly to be a Giallo yeah. and, too, and too serious to be a slasher and too late for either of those genres to really like gather steam. But you know who didn't give a fuck about any of those things? Ron Saxon.
well, yeah, well, yeah, those, those, <laughs> th- those, those piercing eyes. Ugh. Um, no, but Goblin, Goblin slayed the music on this movie. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna be real. I did not know they did the music for this. So. I didn't either until you know. But I, I recognized the the name on the soundtrack was the guy, the Claudia, the guy from Goblin. So yeah, it was like Claudio, Claudio, yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, Claudio uh, Simo- Simonetti. That's right, Clyde Simonetti. Yeah, we probably butchered it, but yeah. <coughs> I love. But yeah, they 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 slayed this this the, the score to this, and then this had some good music in it as well. Kirsten. Again, huh? Kirsten, oh, she, yeah, yeah. it's a one girl group, whatever. Um, well, and Kirsten, she also kind of sounded a little bit to me like um, the lead singer of Yazoo or Yaz. Her name was oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Allison Moyer, yeah. especially <clears throat> in the opening scene where she's like, touch my body or whatever. Yeah. Like, because she has this. Uh, yeah, it, she just had these vocals like I, I'm going to find that song because it was it was a bop. Yeah. So, uh, OK, score. Write it. Score. Score. I'm going to give it. <clears throat> OK. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing a lot. I apologize. Um, I think if I have to rate this for an app, I'm going to give two different ratings here. I'm going to give it a three on an app. Okay. That's if I have to rate it in my mind, like, and I can do whatever I want, 2.86 repeat. <laughs> Look, I didn't know we were on pi scale. Oh, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. Two point seven five. Then, if I have to be like, if I have to conform to normality here, two point seven five. <laughs> it's in, in your mind. mind. It's your mind, so you can do it. Um, or, or if I would rate it a three on an app. I mean, this movie's gotten some pretty good um, responses, and I think that I'm pretty on par with that. You know, IMDb gave it a five point four, and I think Letterboxd has almost given it um, like a like a a 2.9 or a 3.4 or something like, I mean, it's getting some pretty good. I think. Yeah. I give it a two. It's just, it doesn't have it for me. It doesn't, um, it's not, it's not the, the, the silliness to it really, which I like in a slasher movie really, really fails in it. Well, you don't the silliness in this one. You can't really, it's, it's silly because you don't really connect with anybody that literally the only one I actually did connect with was Ronnie, but he was, you know, I'm not ready gone too soon. And I really couldn't really deal with that. And also rewatchability. I would probably give this a one and a half out of two. Well, and see, I, you know, that, that, that goes way, that goes. That's a huge, that's yeah, see, if I, if I was critically, like, and not critically... Like, um, we critically, are critically. We're Cisco and Ebert. Fuck off. Okay, well, if I was critically <laughs> rating it, not based on my how much I enjoyed it. I base, I base my score off, like, d- would I watch it again, too? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's why it gets a two for me, because I'm like, mm. I mean, it wasn't... If I was, like, <laughs> just critically looking at it, then I would say probably a three. But, like... It has low, very low rewatchability for me. Like I probably, I watched it once before. There was a reason I kept on being like, there were a few times I was like, I should watch this again. And then I was like, oh, I remembered like a few things about it. And I was like, yeah, never mind. I mean, honestly, my favorite thing about the movie that makes it more rewatchable than anything, because the killer is boring in terms of like, he's, he's literally looking like an ex game. Yeah, you can't like, you can't, I mean, he's like, yeah, he's not sexy or scary. Um, he could be a woman, or you don't even know if he like right. what it is. It's like a nail gun mask or but something. What I really, my favorite thing about this movie is probably the crowd scenes, and that could just be because you know of, of COVID. I'm like yearning for like a party. Yeah. Um, but I like I like the partying on the beach. I like the wet t-shirt contest. I like the scenes in the bar. But my favorite, favorite, favorite thing is probably the music in this movie. It's really cool. Like the when, music is really good. Especially when Gail's on her little Vespa. Like it's not you can't call that a motorcycle. I don't know what it is. No, and she's just a- she's just bebopping going back to her home. And then all of a sudden it's like and like then he's coming for her. Like it was just like it's really, really it's really good music. Um but I but I stand with the score or by the record. I don't need to see the movie to hear the music. Exactly. Um, one more thing is I we usually do fun facts. There's really no there. I mean, we kind of talked about anything that was like outside. Let's of just talk about John Saxon being sexy and his fun facts. Well, okay. <laughs> I just joke. The, their logo, the demons. Uh-huh. It's the same logo from Demons, the movie Demons. Oh, like Lamberto Bava's. Yeah, Demons. it's and the same. Did Goblin do the music for that? No, he didn't. Oh. No. 
But I, I was when I when I when I, when you told me this was part Italian, part American, um, and their band, their group was called the Demon Demons. I immediately thought of Demons One and Demons Two, like yeah. those Italian movies. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it is. It actually is the same guy from Goblin that did the music. I didn't know that. Oh, I did I, for Demons. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I was wrong. Excuse me for living. But it, I don't know if he, but in this and in Demons, I feel like it wasn't with Goblin. He did it by himself. I agree. I think it was Claudio. Claudio Simonetti. Yes. Yeah, like it was for this and Goblin. If, if I recall, Goblin didn't do the music for Welcome to Spring Break. It was this one guy. Yeah, I think you're but right. I mean, I it's think, a guy from Goblin. Yeah. Yeah, it was because, yeah, yeah, it was, it was him. It was and him, not him. He's done a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, he's done a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, I know Goblin has, but I didn't realize, I guess I didn't realize that he had done the music for Demons and this, but whatever. And while we're talking about Goblin, my favorite, favorite, I'll give you my top three favorite Goblin discography or whatever. And clearly Suspiria is number one. Uh, Tenebrae. I like Tenebrae more, but... I like Tenebrae. It's pretty good. Well, but okay. Like, that's not true. I like Suspiria as a whole more, but Tenebrae, yeah. the song is better than Suspiria. I got Suspiria. you. Well, but, but yeah. I think that... And so Suspiria, for sure, Tenebrae doesn't rank... Dawn me. of the Dead is... Probably Dawn good. of the Dead's number two. And I, I have a tie for number three. It's either going to be Phenomena, which is in America, what, called Jeepers or Creepers? Creepers, Creepers yeah. Creepers. With um Jennifer... Oh, of Connolly. Connolly, thank you. Eyebrow, I, I do not like her. Um, but I love that soundtrack. But then Profondo Rosso, is that how you say it? I think, I think, yeah. Profondo that was a great Rosso. soundtrack. And an honorable I think that mention. Was, I think that one's better than Phenomena. Oh, I love the Phenomena soundtrack. But may I, but I also have like. Deep Red's also good. I have a good. Did they do Deep Red? That, yeah. Is that Profondo Rosso? No. Oh, that is. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Sorry, so. I get confused on the Italian names versus the translations. But I then think it, Zom- Zombie was a good soundtrack too. So well, that's, anyway, but that's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. There we go. Then that was the, that's what I'm talking about. Zombie. I was thinking Lucio Fulci's Zombie. In that, no, uh, he didn't do. Uh, I actually saw both Goblin and the person that did. Fabio Fritzi did the music for uh, Zombie. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it's very. I mean, he. They're both like very synthy pro- prog rock. Like uh, Dawn of the Dead soundtrack or Zombie, whatever uh, is. Is it's Chef's Kiss? That was my first introduction. Is because you had me watch that movie. I had never seen Dawn of the Dead till I met you in high school. So. Um, oh God, love it. And that's one of your favorites, isn't it? Yes, that's absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Uh, oh, we overlooked one kill real quick. Um, also, by the way, zombie, like Lucio Fulci zombie is called zombie two. It's, it's like not, it's not really a sequel. Oh, weird. It's it, all the, well, Italians are known for like taking, they would take a movie and they would do like a movie like it. So in this case, Dawn of the Dead, but th- so they wanted to do a zombie movie, but they called it, um, okay, in, in, in Italy, Dawn of the Dead is called Zombie. So right. when Lucio Fulci did this movie, they had to call it Zombie 2. So, so no, it's not, it's not a sequel. And I think that Zombie 3 might be, I don't, I don't zombie. remember, I, to Zombie 2. I, I can't. Yeah, it, it, I, can't I get remember. what you're saying. But they have like six or seven of them, and they did the same thing with, uh, Demons. That's and why. I, oh yeah, that's second, why I was super confused. Yeah. Okay. And demons. Demons two does have something with. De- well, it has nothing to do with demons one, but at least it's de- demons look the same. You know. <laughs> yeah. But the yeah, third was... one has like nothing to do, and then there's no. like four, five, six. And I so didn't know there were that they're, many. Okay. Yeah, they're like five or six demons movies. Or All right. So but, we, yeah. we we missed two deaths real quick that I want to talk about. So yeah. Trina, who is Diablo's little woman. Yeah. Um. And she kind of looks like Gail with like a yep. perm to me. She looks like, like bad. But she looks like if if you like made uh, like, like a TV in a TV show when they make someone a bad boy, like a doppelganger. Or bad yeah, yeah. Like she's a, like a bad bad girl version. She's like the vamp Willow version of Willow and Buffy. Yeah, she's yeah. a bad girl. So she's really so her death was pretty cool. Her headset, her headphones were really weird looking to me. They look like someone just like tuck duct taped two walkie talkies to her head. I agree because I was it was, like, what the fuck is that? It was. I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm, I mean, we grew up in the eighties. Like, I don't remember heads phones looking like walkie talkies. Well, we on didn't head. really grow up in the eighties. Fuck off, I did. 
Uh, okay, you lived for like four years in the 80s. Five. Five, five years. Me too. We Mostly early 90s is what we remember. But whatever. I have a photographic memory. I remember <laughs> my, 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 my three and four-year-old days. I mean, I remember some things from that, but like I wouldn't say most of my childhood was like the 80s. Well, mine was. I've gone back. Oh, if, okay. <laughs> I, I, I time travel and I live okay. there. Okay. That so, was like because Jeff was a teenager in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> He graduated high school. I got you. Bye. So oh, I didn't. I didn't really know that. I was joking. He graduated high school like eighty five or eighty six. He's so. Oh, wait, I made. I made that up. Eighty eight, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I lied. Sorry, I can't do math. But oh. so Trina, though, God, so she sees this guy, and I'm like, she's like, oh, Diablo, baby, is that you? And I'm like, that is. That could be any motherfucker. I know. In a mask and, a, and a, whatever. Like, who are you? It's it's almost like in Halloween when. Um, he walks in with the, um, you know, the iconic sheet with glasses yeah. thing. It's like, is that you, baby? Well, that makes a little more sense because you just had sex. Well, and he yeah, just you were upstairs. just But, like, your boyfriend's supposed to be dead. He's, you saw him electrocuted, I think. Maybe you didn't. Yeah. No, no, well, well, I can't she, remember if it was no, her or Gail. She was out, Gail was there because she was there as a, as a survivor okay. witnessing her yeah. sister's murder, whatever. The biking gang, the demons, were outside of the facility like right. in, in tribute um but yeah so either way he is no longer with us and why would your first why would thought you be assume like, that would be him Diablo, is i would be you? scared it's like i'm so sorry I, i'm still your girl and she like lifts her daisy dukes and shows this tattoo on her ass and but then you know she realizes it's not him he's attacking her and then he throws her on the bed and she sits there for like 30 seconds it's basically it's 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 the exact same amount of like tension that never happened when right. um, the blonde girl in Lumber Party Massacre Two is being drilled into the wall. <laughs> yeah, well, when she's, she's like, like in there screaming for like ten minutes. Exactly. So Trina did this. She screamed while he's like slowly approaching her with a wire. I'm yeah, like, you can huh. get away from it. You can get away from the sinister minister girl. But it was pretty cool that he stuck it to her headphones and it like electrocuted her. Yeah, yeah, that was. And cool. then we clearly didn't talk about Reverend Bates, the sinister minister. Do you remember what happens to him? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's at the end. I know. No, I'm gonna be real. And I don't. I, mean, I don't. Like, I, I, I really stopped paying attention near the like, end. Like, it's it's so ridiculous because usually, like, you know, at this point, you know. There and at end in this movie, there's no, you know, there's no final girl or final boy. There, Gail and Skip survive. Yeah, because they're good. They go off to Ohio, right? They go off to Ohio, but they're at this. Well, they're they're at the beach and they're like, hey, hey, girl. They're like making out. I'm like, you all were just like viciously attacked. People have been murdered. I'm like, party up, girl. It's it's Daytona, but um, Rev, the Reverend Bates, he like he accidentally crashes into a power line and gets electrocuted. Okay, like, yeah, it, I do remember now. They do nothing. He accidentally <laughs> kills himself. Like, And they're like, hey, spring break. I mean, it's just like the dumbest. Yeah. Again, that goes to the goofiness. But anyway, sorry if there was – I didn't mean to digress. Oh, but, no, I mean, that, that that's facts. I mean, <laughs> they're fun facts, I guess. Yeah, that, that, well, why? Yeah. I mean, why, also, why? when I think of 80s movies now, especially whatever, like this is not even about that at all. I think of Trina like as you because you were Trina Blonde. And Trina Blonde, yeah. Every time I see Trina in a movie, I'm like, Emily. <laughs> yeah, there was a Trina in uh, the last movie. Maybe the movie, uh, whatever. There was a Trina in something we just watched. An X-ray, right? No, that was Susan. Never mind. There's a Trina and something else we just watched, and then there's yeah. clearly a Trina and Mother's Day, which yeah, which is where I alert, we may or may not be releasing on Mother's Day in mm -hmm. this year. Mm, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. It's it's a trauma film, isn't it? Wait, yeah, not trauma. it's not. It's not trauma. It's not I trauma. Don't, I would not like. Sorry, yeah, I would you know, not like we, it. If it we was had trauma. this discussion about it. It's not trauma. It's like trauma. It's trauma. It's per, it, it well, no, it's. Per, <laughs> Okay, you can listen to the Mother's Day episode when it comes out and <laughs> yeah, get this. But it, it, okay, it was produced by. It wasn't produced by Trauma. Sorry, the brother. The brother, yeah, Charlie Kaufman, there Lloyd Kaufman's brother, Charlie Kaufman, directed it, and then later, like now, not now because it's not out on DVD anymore. I think they took it off, but Trauma put it out on DVD, gotcha. and so it, it says it Thank says you. a Trauma. It's a release by Trauma, but they they didn't. It. it has not. It does not feel like a Trauma film because I do not like Trauma films. So I don't either, and that's why I made. Well, I do like to Toxic Avengers 
Tears Tremor, right? Well, yeah, but I like, I did, yeah. I did make that analogy earlier to the trash can by Toxic Avenger. Yeah. So, like, that's probably their, like, claim to fame. I probably think is Toxic Avenger, that entire, like, 20 billion movie franchise. Yeah, I'm like Terra Farmer, Tremor, and Juliet. Those are, like, the big ones. Oh, I love that one. I do like that one. But, yeah, most of the time, I'm like, ugh, y'all are boring, by. It's like yeah, some, it's this too is silly. Some, this is something on sci-fi, but for like Skinamax for sci-fi is what you get with Trump. Yeah, it's just bizarre, bizarre yeah. like filming and stuff. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> a, well, welcome to spring break. Have a good spring break. Better than uh, your Valentine's Day, which we just recorded and I was a huge bitch about. So um, stay gagged on uh, Livewire. Stay gagged on 200 condoms. Stay gagged on a whole lot of fire. Stay gagged on wool socks. <laughs> and uh, stay gagged on a leather leather daddy. Uh, a whole leather daddy. Uh, All right. Daddy. <laughs> Welcome to spring break. See ya. Deuces. Woo woo.